0: Hello and welcome to the Celtic View podcast, the official podcast of Celtic Football Club. My name is Joe Donnelly and I'm joined today by Izzy Atkinson of the Celtic SC Women's Side. Izzy, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: I want to speak about your time um, since signing for Celtic in February, about how it's going in the Women's Side. Obviously, uh, you're involved in this incredible run of form at the moment. But before I talk about any of that, I want to go back to when you did sign. And I'm actually going to read back to you. I know it's your pinned tweets, I know you're very familiar with this, but I want to make sure I get the word in right. So I've got my phone. Um, you co-tweeted the Celtic FC women's side announcement of you coming to Celtic. And you say, my childhood dream, I can't believe it. Over the moon to have signed my very first professional contract. Makes it even more special to be at this club. Absolutely buzzing. I can imagine you would be buzzing. Uh, but you've also mentioned that it's extra special to be, uh, to have signed for Celtic. So I wanted to ask what your history is with Celtic, do you come from a Celtic background? And you seemed absolutely delighted to be making that step to professional, but also at Celtic as well.
1: I think it's just that idea of being Irish, really, that it's kind of just in the blood. Um, obviously, my, the background would be in the family as well, my uncle, my granddad, um, so it's all just in the family really and I just feel very proud to be here and especially the fact that I'm Irish it's a bonus and it just means a lot to me so yeah.
0: We'll talk a little bit about your Celtic career so far in a moment but I want to fast forward to the good stuff I want to fast forward to that goal you scored um, your first for Celtic against um, for Farmington the goal again it was your first goal for Celtic um, earlier in the game Anna Philby scores in 64 seconds or something she said the phone for the day um and then shortly after that she turns provider for you she plays you know a lovely ball in you get in behind the back line taking your chest on the volley over the goalkeeper Zinedine Zidane-esque um, <laughs> must you must have been delighted with that
1: do you know what <clears throat> I was over the moon um I'd spoken about this goal a few times and people were saying that I didn't celebrate they're like why didn't you look happy like it was such a good goal this and that and Basically, since I've gotten here, I've wanted to prove so much and I still feel like I've so much more to prove because it's the type of player and person I am that I always want to do better and I always want to prove more. And just when I scored that, it was like almost a weight off my shoulder and just a reassurance myself. And honestly, I was just over the moon, especially when I was seeing the goal as well. And I'm very proud of it. I didn't actually realise it. I didn't think it was that good until I looked back <laughs> over I was like, I didn't even realise what I did. It was, like, I, was I was very happy, very proud
0: is that your way of saying you've watched it a few times on YouTube since?
1: <laughs> yeah, a few times.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, obviously, it's a it's a really well taken goal. I dare say you'd have taken you know a tap in two yards from from goal and, and to score such a such a finesse and well taken goal is is even more special. What's going through your mind when because you know that Anna can play that ball in right behind um, the back line between the goalkeeper and the defenders really well. You've also timed your run perfectly. You've taken it down. You're testing. You put it over the goalkeeper.
1: Is it all happening very
0: quickly? Are you able to you know, remember what you're thinking as that ball's coming in?
1: I remember thinking I was offside at one stage because yes. obviously I, was, I remember seeing the ball and Anna is, I'd say she has one of the most assists in the league. She is unbelievable with her passes and her, her sister every game and she's been so consistent. So I, I seen that she was on the ball and obviously I was eager to, because I obviously wanted, I've still a lot to prove like I was saying. So I just seen that run, I've just made a and run and luckily, she played it, and I was just in the right position at the right time and just took it, and that's all I could ask for, really. Anna, Anna's been top quality as well, so I'm just glad she was on the ball and could play with the ball, so I'm happy.
0: We yeah. were talking before we started recording about the little niggle you had in the lead-up to that game, and you said um, to the Celtic FC women's website that it was sort of playing in your mind, and you were glad to overcome you know, any of the kind of mental... Um, restraint that I would have had on you to get that goal. Can you tell me a little bit more um, about the injury? I know it's something which had frustrated you a little bit up until that point.
1: So I obviously have never played on Astro properly and especially the fact that it's my first time being full-time over here so I've obviously come over here and we've been training on Astro every day which I'm not used to and it's obviously not the best Astro either so it's quite tough on the legs and like, I would have been running every day and stuff, but I wouldn't, wouldn't have been on, on an astro. So, it almost felt like I was running on ground every day. So, I was having little niggles at, say, the end of training or during the game. And little things that are so small, but just play the, they take percents off your game without even realising. So, obviously, when I had scored that goal, it was just, like, reassurance. It was like, come on, you're, you're stronger than that. Like, it's just a little niggle. You'll be fine. And... I feel like that's what happened when I, when I scored the goal. I got a boost and a buzz and adrenaline. I kicked in and I didn't even, I, it was out of my mind about my little niggle. So that's pretty much it, yeah.
0: That did your ego, um, but I don't think anyone could tell that you are a niggle at that point the way you <laughs> took that goal. Um, let's, let's rewind a bit. You obviously mentioned, um, as if people can't tell with your accent, you obviously mentioned you know, coming over off from Ireland. Um, you came in February uh, from Shelburne and just in time, well, say just in time for the restart. You came in February, obviously women's game restarted in April. Something which I make a point of asking um, any of the players we've spoken to over the last year, be that men's, women's reserves, whatever, is it's been a very special year, a very different year in terms of adjusting to everything that's been happening. And of course, the women's game has been pretty stop-start. And you've obviously travelled from home and you're set up now in Glasgow. How have you found that personally, you know, dealing with um, the lockdowns? I know we're starting to make progress there, but just everything that the last year's brought.
1: So it's quite funny that when I was signing in February, obviously we ha- like we weren't 100% sure if the league was starting and this is obviously my first time signing a professional contract and there was a possibility that I would have signed the contract and the season couldn't have went ahead. So I would have actually had my first time being a professional footballer and I wouldn't have even played if things didn't go to plan. So obviously when we were told like on the 5th of March we're going to be coming back over training on the 7th, it was way off was the biggest relief that it was going to go ahead because I was taking a risk by signing because with my contract I wouldn't have been able to sign with anyone else and that was until June when it was over. So I was just such a relief to get in and get training and then all the girls. Everyone's putting so much work on Zoom calls, putting so much work behind the scenes, and then as soon as we started training, everyone's been flying and that's all I could ask for. And it's just been so good settling in and the girls have been great. So I'm happy now. I'm really happy.
0: What would you mean? You said you had to have and waited until June but mentally that must have been quite difficult to because you're just hoping against hope that the league definitely goes ahead at that point.
1: It was honestly a nightmare because obviously no one knew what was going to happen and especially the fact that I would be moving away from home I was going to be having a new life and I didn't even know it was going to happen so I just had my fingers crossed and every day I woke up I'd be checking my phone every hour I'd check my phone to see if anything was being said and I did get information a lot quicker that, that we were coming over a lot sooner than I thought and everything's
0: been to plan so far, so. You say that, everything going to plan, that leads me perfectly into my next question. That 4 for game, the one you scored in, uh, you scored the second of the afternoon, that was um, a fantastic 8-0 victory. And it's part of this incredible run, which which you guys are on just now, um, 10 games unbeaten, nine of those uh, victories, and of course that draw was draw with Glasgow City before. Um, in terms of things going to plan, certainly since you've come in, it really couldn't be much better.
1: I was actually thinking of this yesterday, I was like, I don't know, so i in any other eyes than what I'm seeing it now, and the way I see it is that we're the best team in the league, and I'm always going to think that, I'm always going to be positive, and I just think it's crazy that we've never, I've looked obviously, I've been told everything that we've only came second place, getting champion's league twice, and we've never won it in 13 years, and I just think since I've came here that is crazy to think, because we deserve a lot better, and we've so much to prove. And I really do think this is going to be our year, and everything's just going to be more positive going forward for Celtic. So i seems happy to be general the general belief from
0: from every one of you guys and Fran as well that I've spoken to. That there's that real belief in the team, um, and you can see it on the pitch. And I wanted to talk about you said about you see guy you see yourself believe um, that you're the best, and of course big win against Rangers at the weekend. I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about the one 0 game as well last month. But specifically about your part in that, and I was just, I know that you come on as a sub in both games, and I wanted to double-check through the Twitter account, and according to the Twitter account, you come on at 78 minutes, both games. The game is tied in both occasions. Um, and then, of course, by full-time 12 minutes later, Celtic have won. It seemed to be some sort of um, recurring theme there. So in terms of impact subs, that doesn't come much better either.
1: I mean, to be honest with you, I, I don't know how much of an impact I had on both games, but... Maybe the look of the Irish or something came on, but I have no idea. <laughs> but I didn't know I came on the same minute, both games. That's that's mad to think. And obviously, same score. Well, 2-1 on and one on now, but
0: yeah.
1: I didn't know. That. No, that's made my day.
0: <laughs> the, the, the first game, of course, um, happens at Celtic Park. And I know that you got a lot of um, really cracking. I was look, looking through your social media and some really good photos. When you signed, of course, you're in the tunnel. You're up on the little deck and overlooking the pitch, you know. You'd have been in the trophy room before that and you're saying about you know all you know about Celtic is what you've seen. Um, when you combine that with actually making it onto the tough and playing in a derby that Celtic obviously go into and in quite dramatic fashion, I mean, I can only imagine as a Celtic fan myself, I can only imagine that that is you know, a dream come true.
1: I mean, even the way my dad puts it, how many people could say they've came on 19 years of age and bet Rangers one there in Celtic Park. So okay. it's as easy as that. Uh, it, honestly, it was one of the best days of my life and I'll never forget it.
0: What did he say to you afterwards?
1: He's a <laughs> proper Celtic fan. So he, <laughs> he, was, uh, he was speechless. He was just like, just remember this because you're never going to forget it.
0: Mm. I, I
1: definitely will.
0: Yeah. And of course, I mean, because of the restrictions that have been levied on the game just now, I don't imagine he's been able to get to, to any of the games. I mean, he'll be desperate to, to come and see you and properly cheer you on in person once the restrictions start lifting.
1: Not the best is in Ireland at the moment, so I'd say
0: yeah.
1: not this year. Um, hopefully next year, though. Um, he was obviously planning on going over and then restrictions have been too. They're a bit more strict than Ireland. so. But yeah. well, hopefully next year, yeah. the start start season season, things are different and everything goes to plan.
0: Just speaking to, again, going back to the Rangers game, I know you, you substitute up here on at the weekend there as well. What's going through your mind when you know there's so much at stake in the game, you know, it's level, you're heading into the last stretch of the game. Fran kind of looks to the bench and gives you the nod. What's, um, describe the emotions you're feeling at that point?
1: So, in my eyes, it's a million times more nerve-wracking, more pressure when you're on the bench than actually on the pitch sometimes because you're just, you're eager to go, your your toes are rattling. And I had a feeling he was going to call me in both games and, yeah, I mean, I was getting ready to go and Obviously, mentally, I was ready for any second he was going to call me. And I think it's just important that you put that that pressure on yourself, but just not too much pressure. So, obviously, my dad would always say, just enjoy it first because there's no point to putting too much pressure on it. And that's what I did. I didn't want to take things too. Like, obviously, it was a big game, so I took things seriously. But at the same time, I had to relax because I didn't want to, you know, not be strong mentally and focus. So, Bit
0: of bolt, so I hope you start in the next game against Rangers. But if you don't, and it gets the 78 minutes, you want to be getting up and tapping for another. <laughs> and that's the deserve <laughs> for me now. I mean, speaking of Fran Alonso, I don't think I've seen a happier man uh, in a post match interview the one he did with Celtic TV. the grin from ear to ear. Um, I mean, what sort of things was he saying to you guys at the final whistle? Because he looked, he looked like the happiest man in the country. Uh,
1: after we got in there on Sunday, I thought he was going to cry, <laughs> 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 he was just. He's just such a proud man and he lets us know that clearly. And even in the Celtic park, he was like, a, I described him as like a child at a sweet shop. He was just <laughs> so happy. and He, he, he wants it as much as all of us. That's the, the best thing about this team is it's not just the players that want it. It's the staff. It's not just the staff. It's the fans. It's not just its everyone. It's just such a big thing that everyone wants it. And I think it's that togetherness that really does help us like on the inside and training on the pitch and yeah he's just he's he's been great since I've got here so I'm really really loving being under him
0: yeah any time I've spoken to Fran you know he just kind of oozes that energy as you say and yeah. the tweet <laughs> um analogies is very good but I mean further to Fran you've obviously got people like Kelly Clark who you know is a, a great captain who's been here for a long time Chloe Craig who celebrated 200 appearances for Celtic not so long ago and then of course you've got younger players like yourself you know coming in and um, Maybe haven't been here that long but you're, you know everything about Celtic you know what it means it feels like and this is kind of just further than what you said there it feels like there's a really good balance throughout the squad you'd have to agree with that yourself
1: oh 100% there's definitely a lot more young players than I actually expected um, obviously there's a lot of players coming from the academy and stuff there you have a bright future ahead of them um, and then there's obviously the likes of Kelly and Craig, you have been here for a long time and I just, it's so important to have balance and that, that experience but at the same time that freshness to the game and just glad that I can, I can be young and hopefully like what you say about Craigie and Kelly that I can once be in their boat where people are saying that's so how long she's been here and this and that so it's good to see the balance and the experience so.
0: Yeah, because I mean the women's game in Scotland certainly over the last couple of years Celtic going professional not so long ago it's making real strides in Scotland and it's, It'll be great for people like Kelly and Chloe, you know, who have been about and that they've kind of really championed the women's game and taken it forward. But to see you guys coming through as well, they must be really inspired. It kind of goes both ways, I think, to have that respect for the younger generation and the older generation in equal measure.
1: Yeah, 100 percent I think I've also come at the right time as well. Um, like I said, this is how I see Celtic. And if we're in second place now, you know, fighting for first at the moment, um that's where I'm gonna see us now in the future. And I just it's just baffled me that we've never won it, or we've ne- we've only came stay twice. And I, it just—it's crazy to think. But I, all I see is onwards and upwards for Celtic from here. So, um, it's just really good to see, and I—I I just feel really glad that I've came at this moment of time, and I'm still young, so I've still got so much ahead of me. And so do Celtic. So,
0: there's three games to go in the end the season, and of course, having overtaken Rangers at the weekend, you know that chance of the top two finish, as you spoke about there, the Champions League spot and um, it feels more real than ever there's still a job to do and I know that you guys have it drilled in that it's game to game which is naturally how you need to do it you can't look too far ahead what would it mean to you personally though to to be able to finish in second and have that Champions League slot next season
1: I mean the way I look at it as well as the fact that this is my first time here first time in a professional environment and it would just sum up such a such a great thing by getting Champions League like just to say my first year as a professional at Celtic we've gotten Champions League and especially the fact I'm not sure how many years it's been since we got it I think it's been five I could be wrong um, I think 20, actually 2013 maybe but um, just the fact that it's been so long and I've just came just started my journey here and to get Champions League would just mean the world to me and my family, the girls everyone so I'm really hoping that it all goes to plan because I've got such right and positive thoughts and feel, like just such bright things going for us and I'm just really positive going forward for us and everyone
0: yeah I mean we hope you know we really hope that you guys do have that that top tier uh, top two finish to get Champions League football next year regardless of what happens it's been a heroic effort from from the from start right through to now and I'm sure it will continue in the last three games again you kind of touched upon this there but you guys have really set a new standard for Celtic moving forward. So you know, regardless of what happens in this last stretch, the thought of next season, the thought of challenging uh, right at the very top in Scotland and beyond, you know, fingers crossed. It does feel like a really exciting time, certainly for side, to be covering the women's game. I can only imagine that it's it's just so so exciting for you guys on the pitch.
1: Yeah, I mean, does even if you look at all the games, if we look at. <laughs> we'll we'll win a game eight 0 the fourth for game seven 8 now, and every goal we're still celebrating the with the same amount of passion, and it just shows how much it means to us. And one thing Fran, funny enough, says I think it was it was five 0 at one stage in the fourth for game, and Fran kept shouting on, "It's nil all, it's nil all." <laughs> that's just the way, that's just the way. He, like he wants it better on us to just keep going and to just be rootless. And yeah, I just I just think that's one thing that's really stuck with me is the fact that in my past clubs and stuff like that, I didn't realise how much passion it was to score a goal even when you're still winning 7-0 and it's just so good to have that passion here and it's something of, I'm just loving um, there's just so much pride at Celtic and I've really gotten a taste of it and I've only been here for two months so I just can't wait to see what the future holds now
0: Speaking of the future you're of course involved in the, the Ireland senior side as well and you were saying before we started recording that you've got a camp coming up next month
1: yeah, so obviously I was on standby the last camp um, and we obviously have a camp coming up now on the 6th of June. So, fingers crossed, I'm in and around it and I can prove how much I've developed since I came here and hopefully, hopefully I get in there because I've still got a lot to prove to myself and I think others as well, but I just I want to prove a lot more to myself too and by being in that squad, it would definitely be a confidence booster for me at the
0: moment. So yeah. I mean, To even be in and around obviously speaks Volumes of, of, of the performances you've been putting in over the last, the last stretch. I mean, do you have to pinch yourself sometimes to think you know you're in and around Ireland, you're playing at Celtic Park for Celtic. It just it just seems like a dream.
1: I know I just so many little things that I just stick with me, like such as like I've I've made my debut at sixteen for Ireland, and that's the youngest age you can make it. And it's just little things like that are very special to me to say like I've done this, I've done that. Like even to say, you know, I've signed a professional contract with Celtic. I just love lines like that that will, can stick me until the day I die, just to say things like that. So I do have to pinch myself sometimes, but I'm just living, in, living my dream now and just living in the moment. So hopefully hopefully, that goes to plan.
0: Well, here's hoping you can add a few more lines to, to that. Um, glittering CV at some point over the next few weeks with the, the Celtic FC women's side. Izzy, thank you so much for joining us on the Celtic View podcast. It's a real pleasure. And all the very best between now and end of the season, of course, thereafter. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you.